Tech Writer Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 720 for the 20th of November, 2020. A lot of 20s there. This week, Exposure X6 honors its legacy of creating outstanding film looks and builds on its raw image editing capabilities. It's worth a look as a standalone application as well as a plug-in for Adobe applications. In short circuits, Ninite offers a free and easy way to keep more than 100 applications up to date, and for $12 a year, it can be even easier. There's a new version of Evernote, but Microsoft's free OneNote still offers more features at no cost. In spare parts, only on the website, download a free trial of a helper application for a game such as Minecraft, and you might find that the price jumps to $30 per week after a three-day trial. Ebooks are making inroads into schools during the COVID-19 pandemic, a change that is likely to continue. And 20 years ago, spelling checkers were just beginning to be introduced. Exposure X6 has a selection of new features and capabilities that make it a valuable addition to any photographer's toolbox. Although new automatic corrections are helpful, the star of this version is the advanced color editor that provides a way to change colors in an image. Exposure has come a long way in the past 15 years. Initially, it was a plug-in for Photoshop that created the look of various film stocks, both monochrome and color, negative and transparency. Exposure became such a major part of Alien Skin's offerings that eventually the company name was changed to Exposure Software. Exposure operates as an independent application as well as a plug-in for Photoshop and Lightroom Classic. The new version is faster because it supports the computer's graphics processing unit, the GPU. Automatic adjustments choose what the application considers to be the best settings for each image, but then it allows the photographer to modify those settings as desired. The automatic settings control white balance based on input from the metadata the camera includes with the image, and it attempts to get the color right regardless of what type of light the image was captured in. Auto Exposure examines both highlights and shadows, then makes adjustments to retain maximum detail. An automatic haze level control limits atmospheric haze and is also useful for images that have strong backlighting. And an automatic contrast control adjusts the image's overall contrast without changing the hue. But I said the new Advanced Color Editor is the star of the show. It expands the capabilities of Exposure's 3D color masking to give the photographer the ability to change an object's color. Some objects are easy to modify. Imagine an orange car that needs to be a blue car for whatever reason. That's the kind of image that's often used to demonstrate a feature like this because it's easy. If there's nothing else that's orange in the photo, the process will be quick and accurate without any additional cleanup work. 
Exposure Software provided a sample image by Randy Keppel, who had changed the color of a blue car to green. When you check out the image on the TechBiter Worldwide website, note that there are similar blues in the subject's shirt, and a few in the background, too. So that would have required masking to remove unwanted color shifts. And I decided to try something even a bit more challenging than that. Three years ago, I was leaning against a railing at my younger daughter's house. A bright red umbrella was behind me, and I thought a photo with that as a background might be interesting. So I used the selfie mode of the camera in my smartphone and captured an okay image. But what if now I would like to change it so that I'm in front of a blue umbrella? I used the color selector to choose red from the umbrella as the source color, and then rotated the destination color wheel to a shade of light blue. The umbrella was perfect, but check out the TechBiter Worldwide website. Look at my face! There is a significant amount of red in the flesh tone of white people, so part of my face ended up with some blue coloring. Not very good. But every change made in Exposure X6 includes a mask, so all I needed to do was paint a black mask over the parts of my face that were blue. Changing red to blue took about two minutes overall, and adding the mask added just a few more minutes to the task. So in less than ten minutes, I had modified the image so that the red umbrella was blue. You'll see the before image and the after image on the TechBiter Worldwide website, and you can judge for yourself how effective that process is. Photographers have depended on exposure to create the look of analog films and digital images, and that continues with dozens of film looks included, hundreds and possibly thousands of additional LUTs available for download, LUT, L-U-T, is the acronym for Lookup Table. That's the system used to store information about each look. Users can also create their own LUTs and save them, or modify existing LUTs and save the modifications. The result is a nearly infinite number of modifications that can be applied to an image, and then be allowed to stand alone or be combined with the original image for a look that's between the original and the full modification. Exposure provided an image by Alejandro Gutierrez, who used Exposure to enhance a romantic beach scene. The original image is flat, and a person near the right edge of the image is distracting. Highlights, whites, vibrance, and sharpening were all adjusted to enhance details, and then the photographer added a vignette and a subtle split-toning adjustment. Check out that dramatic image on the TechBiter Worldwide website. To illustrate one of the monochrome looks, I started with an image that I took on campus at Ohio State University in the early days of the pandemic lockdown in the spring of 2020. There were no in-person classes on campus at that time, and very few people on the Oval. So I wondered if I could take this campus image back in time. To do that, I applied the look of a platinum print. Exposure X6 can also be used as a standalone application that imports, catalogs, and edits photos, or as a plug-in for Lightroom Classic and Photoshop. Those who have a long history with Photoshop and Lightroom Classic may not want to change their workflow, so it can be used in conjunction with those programs, and also as a plug-in for Capture One, if that's your preference. 
Those who choose to use Exposure as a standalone product will find image cataloging easy to use, choose folders to include by bookmarking them, and Exposure will browse, catalog, and search them in real time. There is no import process, but you will still need to copy images from the camera to folders on your computer. If the computer has more than one monitor, you can display the edit panel full screen on the secondary monitor. The secondary monitor can be either the left or right monitor. Just drag the main exposure window to the right monitor if you want to do that, and the secondary display window to the left monitor. That assumes your primary monitor is the left monitor. And if you don't have a secondary monitor, the edit screen will be in the center of the main exposure window. Just about every photo editing program is non-destructive today, meaning changes are applied in a way that they can be removed to restore the original image if you decide what you were doing wasn't very successful, or if you just want to try a different approach. It's not uncommon for photographers to create a monochrome version of a full-color image, but want to retain both. Exposure X6 is capable of two types of edits. The macro tools adjust exposure, shadows, highlights, white and black points, color balance, and a lot more. These are changes that affect the entire image, corner to corner, side to side, top to bottom. Applying looks using LUTs is accomplished with overlays that are applied above the original image. You'll find a lot of presets that give exposure its ability to create so many different approaches for each image. My preference is to use Exposure as a plug-in with Lightroom Classic. There are several reasons for this. First, Lightroom Classic is solidly embedded in my workflow. Lightroom also seems to do a little bit better job when processing raw files, and using Exposure as a plug-in returns the edited TIFF image to Lightroom, where it can then be cataloged with the more than 20 years' worth of digital images that I have there. So the bottom line for the 2021 version of Exposure, Exposure X6 is 5 cats. It continues to be the best photo application for creating distinctive film looks. Exposure has always been one of the best applications for applying artistic effects to photographs, and version X6 builds on that legacy. New users will pay $130 for the application, and users of earlier versions can upgrade for $90. A bundle that includes SnapArt and Blowup is priced at $150 for new users, $100 for those who upgrade. And there's a 30-day free trial to help you decide whether Exposure X6 is the right application for you. You'll find additional details on the Exposure website. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website, www.techbiter.com. If you find these podcasts useful, and I hope you do, might you consider a donation? There are no ads here, and support from listeners is the sole source of income. It's easy. Just visit the website and click the Donate button near the top of any page. You can make a one-time donation or schedule a repeating donation every month. I thank you. And so does the cat. In 
short circuits, software developers increasingly add code to their applications so that they will search for and, if the user prefers, install updates. But there are still many applications that need to be updated manually. A few weeks ago, I found that a program I use for some of my backup tasks had a new version. GoodSync was still offering frequent updates to version 10, even though version 11 had already been released. Automatic updates are becoming common, Microsoft updates Windows, and at the user's discretion, various Office apps too. Ultra Edit Studio, a text editor, notifies me when updates are available. Adobe's Creative Cloud announces updates, depends on the user to approve the installations, and optionally removes older versions. Most Linux distros make updates almost automatic. The macOS, iOS, and iPadOS all do a good job of letting users know when their updates can be installed. Not all applications manage updates, though, and when they do, the updates can sometimes be annoying. Open an application that you want to use right away and you might be told an update is available. Most then offer a three-part choice. Skip this version, install now, or remind me later. But wouldn't it be nice if some other application would monitor all of your applications and offer to install updates when you're not using the programs? Well, such an application exists, more or less, and it's called Ninite. It doesn't manage updates for all applications. And if you want to monitor your applications in real time, you will need to pay for the pro version. The free version keeps track of more than 100 applications, and all you need to do is to remember to run it occasionally. Besides keeping systems up to date, Ninite also offers the additional advantage of automatically eliminating the adware, spyware, and malware that is sometimes packaged even with fully legitimate applications. The Ninite website shows the applications that it can monitor. Users select those that they want to install or update, and Ninite generates an executable file that downloads and installs any new applications and checks existing applications for updated versions. After running Ninite for the first time, checking for updates is simple. Just run the executable file every now and then. It doesn't get much easier than that. But it does get easier if you're willing to spend $12 a year. A Ninite Pro account includes an application that starts with Windows and monitors your preferred applications. A Ninite icon in the notification area is green most of the time. When it turns red, Ninite is telling you that updates are available for some of your applications. You can then install the updates immediately or wait for a more convenient time. The Pro version also offers a web interface that can be used to add or remove applications, check the status of installed applications, and even manually update or remove applications. If you're a single user with a single computer, that's not a big deal. But the Pro version is primarily intended to make life easier for system administrators. Instead of updating individual applications on every single computer, the admin installs an agent application on each of the organization's computers. The agent application can be used to update hundreds or even thousands of computers at a single time. Managing 50 computers costs $35 a month, that's 70 cents each per month. Large operations with 20,000 computers will pay just 26 cents per month per computer. The agent runs on Windows 7, 8, and 10, as well as on equivalent server versions. No Mac OS version.
sorry. The same options are available if you have just a single computer that's being monitored. When the agent finds new versions of installed applications or when the administrator starts an update from the online control panel, the new versions are downloaded and installed without any of those add-ons that you don't want. Administrators can manually control apps in the Pro interface where each enrolled computer is listed. The display shows outdated software in red, current versions in black. The administrator can then select an application on several computers and then update, install, reinstall, or uninstall it. Admins can also set up auto-update policies to apply updates as soon as they're available, and if some computers require a particular version of an application, it's possible to lock that version so it won't be updated. When users control their own updates, Ninite clearly explains what it's doing during the update process. Some applications may be skipped because the version on the computer is already up to date, because the program is in use, or if the computer is running a beta version of an application because the installed version is newer than the version developers are offering for updates. To give Ninite a try, start with the free version, then upgrade to the pro version if you want to make an easy process even easier. You'll find details on the Ninite website. There is, of course, a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website, www.techbiter.com. Occasionally, I see articles about Evernote and how wonderful it is. In fact, I have tried three times to make Evernote my friend, and I have failed an equal number of times. Microsoft's OneNote has better formatting, I find it easier to use, and it's available for Windows, Mac OS, Android, iPad OS, and iOS devices. Sorry, there's not an option for Linux users unless you install Wine. A new version of Evernote claims to have better formatting and a new multi-function button for audio attachments and photos. But the thing is, OneNote already has all of these features, has had them for a long time, and it's free on all platforms. Microsoft has a relatively new OneNote app that still doesn't give me the features I want, but the older desktop application is still available. When I add, update, or delete a note on a device, the changes are reflected immediately across all of the devices that have OneNote. Now, OneNote isn't perfect, far from it, but it is consistent, and so far it has never left a year's worth of TechBiter program notes as a steaming pile of broken bits. Evernote has. If you're an Evernote user and you love the way it works, don't change anything. But if you're an Evernote user who has suffered lost or mangled text, taking a look at OneNote might be a good idea. And if you're looking for an application that can be used to store snippets of text, links to articles, photos, and nearly any other kind of information, OneNote is definitely worth looking at. The search feature is exceptional. I have four primary notebooks, TechBiter, Client, Hardware and Software, and Personal. Each notebook has many folders, and most folders have many topic pages. OneNote allows me to search on a page or to search globally. That turns out to be really helpful because sometimes my filing system isn't exactly perfect. Maybe I filed information in software and hardware, but I thought I had filed it in TechBiter. 
The global search function looks everywhere and does it very quickly. If you want to check it out, use the Google or Apple Store for portable devices for Mac OS and Windows computers. See the Microsoft website. There's a link on the TechBiter Worldwide website. Any computer or mobile device can take you to spare parts. Just head over to the TechBiter Worldwide website, and this week you'll find these articles. Download a free trial of a helper application for a game such as Minecraft, and you might find that the price jumps to $30 per week after a three-day trial. Ebooks are making inroads into schools during the COVID-19 pandemic. That's a change that's likely to continue. And 20 years ago, spelling checkers were just beginning to be introduced. Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.